Sorry, guys. I'm leaving it in. And so, just like several other franchises, most notably Friday the 13th, The Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Leprechaun, we're back with part six Mm. of a chat in store. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. Oh, uh, Fast and Furious. There's six of those. Yeah. There are more than six. Uh... Trying to think of other franchises. Uh, Wishmaster. Star Wars. Star Wars has def... Fuck, there's at least ten of those now, yeah? There's nine main ones, I think. There's, like, the, there's three the trilogies. Shoots. Yeah. And then there's, like, the Solo one and the right, Rogue right, one, right. I think. I don't know. Uh, we got... Oh, you know what? No, we got six Jurassic Parks. One of them good. Um... <laughs> That's harsh. I would say at least two of them are good. I would, I would say, yeah, two of them are good, one of them is okay, and then the, I stand yeah, by the that last... Jurassic World. Yeah. The first one. No, yeah, yeah, big same, big same. I go, the, fir- the, the first one is an undeniable masterpiece. It's one of the great, best movies of all time. I actually think The Lost World kind of gets a little too much hate. I don't hate that movie. Mm. I'm not going to say it's great, but it, it's okay. And Jurassic World, the first one, is a damn solid blockbuster film everything else in that franchise god damn it's depressing to watch yeah as, as a kid as, like when i was a kid that was the thing there was there was nothing bigger right mm-hmm. and then you watch it become six movies and on theory you're like yes six of the biggest things ever and then you're like no like five of them are, or i'm sorry four of them are just bad or not bad. We, I'm sorry. We, three of them are bad. We, as a, a human race, keep making the same mistakes. I I find it fascinating. Yes. Life, uh, 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 <laughs> That's... Uh, he does do that. Finds a way to <laughs> outstay its welcome. Um, what? That's dark. Yes. Uh, guys, we're here. We're going to chat store. We have a little bit of wrestling talk we're going to have. We have... I, I think we're going to have some fantastic movie talk on this episode. Yeah. Because I can't fucking wait to get into it. Yeah. Um. However, before we do anything... Oh! Do you need another can? Because if not, this is... I, I will happily just yell. You don't need to drink another energy drink. It's like... Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Ha! <laughs> fantastic. Um, See? I opened another can. Mm-hmm. Not the same one again. So... The, the first thing that I want to get into for this, our dear friend Pocket Volcano. This is fantastic. Uh, guys, we're also still watching Dreamwave Good as Gold, uh, available on IWTV. Um, our dear friend Pocket Volcano came to me earlier today with the idea of... And she, she asked for a top five, but honestly, I think this is just better as a free-flowing discussion. That's what I was thinking, too. Once I got my brain going, I was like, I don't know if I could narrow down a top thousand. She wanted to know our top five worst gimmicks slash character ideas ever. And this is based on a previous episode when we did Survivor Series 2019. Mm. And we were talking about how making Chad Gable into Shorty G. Yeah. What a disastrous, (laughs) horrible, horrible idea. And she wanted us to kind of expand on that and just go with, like, what are some other... Horrible character ideas. Wow, I already have a couple. By all means, go first. Paul Burchill. Pirate Paul Burchill? 
Or... Which is dumb, right? It's unbelievably and then it gets, stupid. And then it gets even worse after that when he becomes incest, Paul mm. Burchill. I, I just... Yeah. That's some of the worst. The Ripper, Paul Burchill, with his sister, Katie Lee Burchill. Katie Lee Burchill, by the way. Science, dog. <laughs> A lot of science there. I feel like it's been so long since we've said anything about science. Yeah. I. Is, is it because we're scared of getting canceled for science? No, what? No, fuck that. I just that. feel like the... I don't science know kind of... rules. <laughs> Inertia is a property of bill, matter. Bill, 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 <laughs> bill, 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 because then they have him actually swing off a rope. Yeah, which I, as a kid, I thought it was cool. But, but as, okay. a, as an adult, I'm like, okay, but then what? <laughs> <laughs> that bell has to ring. Now, that had to have been done based on like the Pirates of the Caribbean oh, movies being yeah. a success, right? That's that's yeah. the exact time. What, what that's why in, Paul right? Burchill got the part, dude. He looks like the most like Johnny Depp. Fuck, you're right. Shit. Uh... Okay, go on. Give, give me some more, because I, I got a lot. I, I want to hear yours, too. I don't know. I was thinking of, like, immediately the ones that came to my mind, even before Paul Birchall, was, like, the uh, the um, occupational gimmicks. Repo Man. Oh, sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> Repo Man, who was never actually repossessing anything. He was just stealing. Yeah, he's just <laughs> a, a, a criminal. He's a thief. He's just the Hamburglar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, occupational gimmicks. The goon, the hockey player. That was uh, uh I got know. one for you. Okay, the Brooklyn Brawler. What even? I hate the Brooklyn Brawler. We all hate the Brooklyn Brawler. Eight, and also piggybacking off of that, his even lesser character, Abe Knuckleball Schwartz, <laughs> who was seemingly a baseball player who painted his face like a baseball. Yeah. Which no baseball player has ever done. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Sparky Thurman Plug. Oh, man, what a... Just STP. Sparky Thurman. What because is I the these... Fed's obsession with initials? I don't know. Remember when we couldn't call it to go to sleep? It was the GTS. Like, they... they they do this and have done this for seemingly a thousand years. Why not call it the attitude adjustment? AA! Right! AA! That's what I'm <laughs> like, and for that matter, the FU. Would, well, actually, no, I guess that one was. That one made the sense. FU. Yeah, okay, yeah. That one made sense and I was fine with it. And the F5 makes sense, and I'm fine totally. Right, because that. that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the STFU. Like, God damn it. Like, well, you mean the STF. Ooh. PG, brother. <laughs> How do you feel about WMD? Fuck that. It's stupid. It's a punch. Look beyond it's, it's the move itself. He's got a big hand. I also it's believable, don't... right? I... Just, sure. just suspend your disbelief for a got second. It, got the it. move name. Hate a it. punch called the WMD. Hate it. I don't mind it. I, I think it's a badass name. I don't like anything being called the WMD. 
That's fair. Like that's fair. I, I think that's a little. I, I don't know. We we live in an era where actual WMDs have been like. I'm staring at the Oppenheimer <laughs> thing right now. So I yeah I get you. Like I, I remember the first time I heard the phrase Pearl Harbor in regards to pro wrestling oh. was on commentary, and I was like. <laughs> Like, you can't fucking say that. Like, Dude, that's crazy. I never even thought about that because me growing up, that was always... or Me, not even growing up because I never heard it until I started training, but like while training, that was just what it was called. Right. And I never, ever even thought The first time I ever it. heard that phrase, I remember the match specifically. It's uh, on the Eddie Guerrero DVD. It's him and Art Bar in a tag match from a AAA pay-per-view. Mm. And they're wearing uh, like American flag themed gear. It's very good. It's fucking very, very, very fucking good match. But Mike Tanay is on commentary for it, and it's the original uh, cut, I guess you'd say. And at the very beginning, Eddie and Art Barr jump the dudes while they're doing, you know, the yay pose on the buckles. Yeah. And on commentary, Mike Tanay says Pearl Harbor there from Eddie Guerrero and Art Barr, and I'm like, whoa. I I wonder where that started. I don't know, but. Holy shit, dude. Um, uh, uh, fuck. I'm sorry. We're talking about, like, bad gimmicks. I've got one. Uh, noted enemy of the show, Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> oh! Being repackaged oh as Kerwin White. Yeah. That, like... Okay, so that was just before Eddie passed away. So that was in... He, he died in 05. Yes. I, right? Okay. So, that would have been earlier that year in 05. At that point, I'm uh, twenty. I'm 21 years old. Mm. So, like, edgelord, you know, we're just saying <laughs> shit that's fucking shitty and offensive humor had yeah, kind yeah. of, like, truly been born, you know? Because, like, the internet in that point was, like, in, in like, its first prime. Yeah, you yeah. You know, so, like, uh, say, okay, yeah. saying shit to offend people... For the sake of humor. Yeah, just was, what's was the worst thing I can say? Ten out of fucking ten, dog. It was fucking everywhere. Brother. And even then. That ain't never left. No. It's, it's gotten it's, worse, it's, in it, fact. Yeah, if anything, it's, yeah. But even then at that point, but this was the first, you know, yeah. Ar- yeah. great arc of it. Even then, I remember when they started this Kerwin White thing, I'm watching this at home being like, oh, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> said if you're not white you're not right on television I was like you can't dude you can't, I can't do that. like so <laughs> my favorite thing about the Kerwin White thing and the best thing I can say about mm-hmm. it is that it proves for just further proves how nothing Chavo is like he can't even be himself right like and, and like it's just one of those it's also like a very, a very, very, very Vince McMahon thing, because if you were to say like, okay, Vince, you've established what this character is and the name and everything, then what? There is no follow up. You know what I mean? It's not, oh, Kerwin White becomes world champion. Like obviously that was never going to happen. It's not Kerwin White main events pay per views, or let's be honest, guys, anything. No. Like... That's what I always like to phrase... Like, that's why I wanted to discuss this, because I like looking at the the gimmicks in the mindset of we are trying to build stars. Sure. What the fuck is STP gonna do? 
Exactly. That's why I like looking at it like that. That's what I like. Do I you like know why like that was way. a thing at no. all for, for Bob Holly? It's because he had done stock car racing. Oh, and wow, when that's Vince cool. when Vince found out about it, he was like, you know, and also keep in mind that was the early '90s. So those occupational gimmicks, like we were talking about, yeah, that was all his rage. So he's like, yes, background in stock car racing, STP. And it's like, okay, so like that's a brand of a thing that's involved that has nothing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it would be like if your gimmick was that you are a basketball player and your character name was Nick E, spelled N I K. Yeah, like yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it. What the fuck does that care? Who cares? Who gives a shit? People always like. Put over Vince of like being Oof. a genius about coming up with like the best characters and he'll make you a star, all that sort of right. stuff and all that sort of stuff. You know what I fucking hate about that mm. is that no one ever thinks about he is making. I'll give you a lot of the care, a good chunk of the characters that he made or came up with or you know helped construct mm-hmm. were massively over. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately. He's making characters with the idea of having one guy who's not that person mm-hmm. on top. Yes. Where someone who is a true genius would create characters who could be feasibly... that top yes. guy. Yeah. He's he's creating characters to feed to Hogan. Yes. He is not creating a Hogan. Yeah. Like, whereas a, like right another, now, an, another Hogan, I would Whereas guess. right now, Triple H has Cody, Correct. Sami Zayn, yeah. Jey Uso, yep. L.A. Knight, uh, AJ Styles. Just AJ came back. Styles just came back. Orton That's cool. just came back. Yeah, I'm, and I didn't even name like the Orton, like Cody, those mainstays, yeah. and then um, Gunther. Yeah, and then I'll You're put Drew in Gunther. here. Yeah, yeah, Drew because yeah. he's a heel. He's not. He's not a face. But like, sure, these are all people that could be top guys right now. Yeah, easily. And it's, I didn't even mention Rollins, who is a like. It's almost as if Triple H was part of an era where you did have six to eight top guys that could be the guy at, it, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And it's like, well, why don't we fucking do that again? Where you could have Austin, Rock, Triple H himself, Mankind, Taker, Kane, uh, uh, Ken Shamrock being a distant... You, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. all of these guys could have made a pay-per-view back then and did. Yeah. You know? Like, it's... Yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. Uh, Naming all those stars, by the way, the the current stars, and I didn't even name Roman. No, yeah, exactly. Like when he when he is in theory the one. I business. I just love that the state of wrestling right now. Oh yeah, business is booming big time, big fucking time. Um, other bad fucking gimmicks. I'm always gonna go back to the gobbledygooker. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm. No one can defend it. No one has ever tried to defend it. By the way, no one can defend it. It doesn't make any sense. The moment that you put four seconds of thought into it, it completely yeah. comes unraveled. Yeah. Um, I thought I was going to be Eggman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking. Okay. I liked the Sean O'Hare Devil's Advocate yeah. character. It just didn't translate into the ring and they gave up on it pretty much immediately. I thought the promos were fucking great. The videos were great. You know. Stuff like that, but I'm not gonna say that was a bad one. I was just kind of like, I don't think you guys had this fully fleshed out before you launched it. You know? Yeah. 
Kevin Nash being Oz. <laughs> the great and powerful. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah. the ever-living shit. <sighs> Fake Kane. That was bad. Um, uh, what, what was what? that one dude's name? Max Moon. Max Moon was bad. That was a horrible fucking idea. What? Ah, uh, god damn it. Uh, I know, I know that motherfucker's name. He was on SmackDown. He never had a match. <laughs> hey, Vanson? Yes! That! I, I love that that's who you were thinking of. I love I, that's that. That's the only way I can identify him. Is he was on SmackDown and never had a match. He never had an entrance. Nothing. He never made an appearance. He had vignettes and that was it. Uh, um, uh, Muhammad Hassan. Man, like, uh, okay, let, if, if, if I may, I, I do want to weigh in on this. Because at that point in time, I was watching Raw fervently. Every fucking week, right? Didn't miss an episode. When they first introduced Muhammad Hassan as a character, I do remember thinking, oh, wow. Because what the first promos and vignettes played, he was very much like, I'm a Muslim American. I understand the situation right now in America. You have no reason to hate me. I'm just the per And I was like, holy shit. They're going to do something like... Act with with some real depth, something and that some they real weight, something that they again almost did with Ali, correct? And I was like, I would have loved if that was what that character was. He debuts and everyone hates him, and he's just the whole time. It's like you don't, you know, there's no reason for this. I was like, that would have actually been yeah. fucking awesome. And then in the course of promos, Brayden. Before he even debuted, they turned him heel in the course of promos. And I was like, if, if, okay, if that's what you're going to do, right, which is, not, I, I I won't defend, but let's just say that you've decided, you know, we're, we're going to have this character and we're going to make him heel. Why not debut him first? Why not have him turn heel over the course of a few weeks on television having matches and interactions with people instead of pre-taped filmed fucking promos? Yeah, honestly, if you did like if you did that same build of like you have no reason to be yeah. mad at me that sort of deal, but then he cheats to win all of his matches and he still cuts those promos of why do you boo me? You, you you can't boo me. I'm, right. I'm not a bad person. I'm, Even, I'm yeah. I, I'm an American. You know, like yes. that's that would be a brilliantly yes. layered heel character. Yes, like you, there was so much potential with it, and then they went just straight. It's 1982. Yeah, and oh. it was it was, and honestly, you can't Him, blame you can't blame the guy. Oh no, you no, he's an Italian dude. Really? Yeah. Did I know this? I don't know. I don't think I did. <laughs> He's a very Italian man. I okay, <laughs> sweet. Uh, that only somehow makes this worse. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. Um, him praying to summon terrorists, for lack of a better term, is yeah. awful. And that whole thing where they were like choking out Taker with piano wire. At the same, it was like the same time there was like an actual terrorist attack in, uh, it was, it was London, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't and for know. whatever reason, they're like, yeah, put it on TV. Like, Vince is fucked. Dude, it, 
Also, that guy, I do know this. I did not know he was a town, but I do know this. He never worked again. Yeah. Like, after that was done and his deal was up, that was it. He was just out of wrestling. Like, I thought he, I, I do remember, by the way, I genuinely thought he was going to be world champion because he had so much fucking heat. Mm. And, like, Batista was kind of, like, injury-ish and shit at the time and whatnot. And I was like, I... Pretty sure Muhammad Hassan's going to be world champion soon. That would be insane. Yeah. That would have been insane. Like, if you go... I almost want to go back and watch some, but, like, if you do go back and watch any of the shit from that time period, they're pushing him for it. Like, he goes over on every... He beat Benoit. Like... Jesus. And that was at a point where that was a thing, you know? Like... Uh... Fuck, I'm trying... Uh... Fuck the boogeyman. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> I love how much you hate the boogie. Oh god damn it! I fucking I can't stand it. Um, let's see what are some other fucking great ones that I just goddamn can't stand. Um, Jesse and Festus. Can we talk about? Holy shit! I forgot about those guys. Yeah. Go on, please. It just. I'm not even well, that clear how, on how what it was. As I, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. Festus. Okay, there, he as was. A, I, he as was. I understood. He was a simpleton who yes. became enraged at the sound of a bell. Right. What was Jesse? His cousin, brother. I don't know. Were they hillbillies? Yeah. Biscuits and gravy. I know, but like I, I, I don't have that much knowledge of them as a. Like I've never seen a Jesse and Festus match. We've covered one. It was a fatal four way tag did? match. In Holy like 2010 shit. or something like that. That's not great. Yeah. I saw a theory, though. <laughs> I saw a theory that Festus was... He's not a simpleton. He was just drugged out of his mind. And the Straight Edge Society saved him. Oh, my God. And tra- <laughs> because, I mean, it's the same person, but I'm like... Yeah. That's kind of a cool theory. I'm I not wish, even going to lie. I wish that had been the story. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I don't know, pilled out of his fucking dome or something. <laughs> and for and some reason, for some reason, the ring of the bell really pisses him off. I guess. Until it happens a second time. That gimmick is one of those, like, like it, it's such a Vince thing. Because the, what what year was that? You said 2010? Like, it's it's a, the, la- the later half of the 10s. I know that much. If that had been someone's character... Or a, a, a gimmick in, again, I'm going to go to the, like, the mid-80s. That he's just totally chill until he hears the bell ring and he becomes a fucking maniac. That that probably, honestly, would have worked back then. But this is a very Vince McMahon, why don't we do this, pal? Like, I think it might have been 08 or 09. I'm not sure. Either way, it's 20 years plus past the oh, yeah. time where it might have worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, okay, the original version of the Usos. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about, like, the, the, uh, short trash bag shorts, uh, fire dance type, you know, whatever the fuck. Mm. I'm talking about the original version of the Usos when they debuted with Tamina. Oh, no. Like, that was not good. And dumb and weird and bad. (laughs) Dumb and weird and bad. The Highlanders. Oh, my God, yeah. Here's okay. What here's the thing. This might be a hot take. Mm-hmm. I hate Viking gimmicks in wrestling. 
I, no, I hear you. hate them. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like... Eh, one. <laughs> like, uh, on the Independence, and because they're friends, the Viking War Party a few years ago. That was cool. You know? Yeah. Good launch pad for Parnell. Like, whatever. But, like... Uh... Like, overall, yeah, dog. Like, the Berserker? Not great. Uh... The Viking Raiders, I don't, I don't, I just don't care for them. They had great matches on the Independence when they were just War Machine, and they weren't Vikings. They were just doing kind of like a big dude, uh, almost like a throwback Road Warrior look, but like good matches gimmick. Like, yes, Viking Raiders War Party, whatever the fuck they are now, I'm out. Yeah, like you know, her the her name now is Valhalla. The manager's name is Valhalla, dude. Yeah. Like, no. She's the afterlife. She, yes. Yeah, dog. Valhalla is a person now, not just a place or an experience. Tell you what, Valhalla is a DLC for God of War Ragnarok, and it is fucking incredible. Yeah, dog, that's a video game, dude. Like. I'm just saying. I know. Like, it's. Fuck, I'm trying to think of some other fucking great ones. Uh. That was. Kind of neat. Uh, fucking... Okay. Anytime... Again, post the 1980s. And I'm not saying these things were good back then, but I'm going to say that, like... It was I, uh, like, I understand of the time. them, and they were of the time. And over. Right, right. The obligatory foreigner who hates America. <laughs> like, Rusev at one point was doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was, like, 2015. It wasn't even that long ago. Kozlov. Remember Kozlov? Yeah. Kozlov. I love Double Double E. Okay. I'm looking forward to working here and around the world for Double Double E. You sent this in the chat recently. Is that how he debuted? Yes. That's his first appearance. Okay. As I recall. I thought he was like a, a... fucking killing machine from like a gulag or something and having matches with Triple H and Edge for the world title. That's later. That's later? They had him go from that fucking dumb fuck shit you were just rehearsing to that? Yeah. I don't remember when. Holy God. I gotta find out what what year this is. He is part of the feud that leads to Jeff Hardy winning the WWE title. It's... God damn it. Uh, I'm trying to think of other great, just obligatorily evil This is... Foreigners. We were watching an, an episode of ECW, and I don't know why. I think. Okay. Um, it... This is... The, the video here says that it is January 2nd of 07 was when oh this was. Oh my god. Th- this I That's a, this is even a different one than I watched. They okay, they did so this not, multiple times. So not only do they try to make him 
at some oh. at some various point the fucking foreigner who hates America, but they also just portray him as you're not from here, so you're a fucking idiot. I don't know. So I think it's both. <laughs> so this is SmackDown of 07. We were watching SmackDown. Okay. Now I remember. No, this is a different one. How many promos did he have? We have to watch from this era. I'm not gonna look any further. Please. I'll find the one off air. But we gotta we gotta watch from this era. What when did Kozlov have? What was his first match? Oh my god! I would love to actually know this. Should like, I Google it or do you want me? To... Please. What is what is Kozlov's first TV match? Cause like, what a fucking bad bad. Bad idea that whole thing was. Um, uh, let's see, other bad ideas. Those wrestling Ninja Turtle knockoffs that happened in the early 90s. Uh, the Truth Commission. DOA. Um, oh, fuck. Gringo just ate shit. Um, uh, uh, um, I'm trying to think of some other just horrible fuck. I, okay, here's one, but uh, uh, different, a shift of gears here. I actually thought that the Jack Swagger Zeb Coulter pairing and that was somehow Trump before Trump. Yeah. I actually thought that was a great gimmick. And I, I thought that was genuinely good stuff. Until because 2016 of how happened. And then somehow life imitated art. And now it's it's just Do you think that Jack upsetting. Swagger is what Trump sees? when he looks in the mirror like he sees himself as a dude who's like 6'6 jacked as fuck an MMA dude uh, I would argue a successful professional wrestler a former world champion do you think that that's like with the swoopy blonde hair do you think that when Trump looks in the mirror that's what he sees himself as yeah I do too yeah check one two <laughs> oh man <coughs> Get down on your knees like a dog. I'll put you on your knees better than anyone else can. No, it's so bad. Okay, so right. I found a couple things. Number one, December 18th, 2006 episode of Raw. That is when he made his first appearance saying that he loves Double Double E. Yes, yes. And then he double, would double. go on to be interviewed for weeks after that. I would argue that's four E's, by the way, Mr. Kozlov. This is... That's true. Yeah. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second, bro. WWE is offering BOGO on the entertainment for the rest of the month. And if you buy a Vladimir Kozlov t-shirt... You qualify to double the double E and get quadruple the entertainment for the cost of the original t-shirt. Anyway. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, okay. This is fucking insane. Yes. Okay. So, meanwhile, he's wrestling in uh, OVW. Okay. Yeah, point, yeah, yeah. You know. But he is uh, December of 06, okay? And then he's yeah. interviewed for the, the following weeks. His first... Uh, okay. On April 4th, 2008... No! ...episode of SmackDown, Kozlov made his official WWE debut as a heel with the unique quirk of having no entrance music and no Titantron video. 
His entrance consisted of complete darkness except for the solitary spotlight following him to the ring. He defeated Matt Bentley in his first match, and over the following weeks, Kozlov would go on to easily win several matches against well, local talent. Well, ho- hold on a minute, brother. Hold on, hold on a minute, dude. So you said his first appearance doing one of those promos was in December of uh oh six six, but his first match was in early oh eight. Yeah. So there's an entire year. Yeah. All of oh seven is gone. Yeah. And even then, he is all even, okay. Even after. A full calendar year off, so to speak. What they come up with for him is, based on what you described, (gasps) nothing. Yeah. No music, no Tron, no lights, no... I love Double Double E! Fourteen months later, we have an idea where he walks the ring and win a match. And then they gave him that badass theme song where it was like... Yes, I do remember that one. Also, Matt Bentley, TNA former X Division champion Matt Bentley. Um, wow. What, otherwise known as Michael Shane. Hmm. Fuck it. What? That is the dumbest, weirdest shit I've heard today. I just want you to look at that thumbnail. I don't care for <laughs> that this. That smile. The, the top one is way funnier to me. Where he's just like <laughs> yeah. a frog frowning. Show some promos, disappear for a year, <laughs> come back to a the complete antithesis of fanfare, beat a job guy, and they wonder why he didn't get over. Mm-hmm. Among other reasons for and that. And then he left but... the Fed and became shredded. Yeah, yeah. And he works for uh, TNA now. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh... I love double double impact. Do you <laughs> impact impact impact? Uh, do you want to keep talking wrestling, or do you want to segue over to another uh, specific medium? We have another specific medium. We, we need do, to we, we need to broach this topic because we we're do. already over halfway <laughs> of Holy our minimum. Shit. Um, I I'm I have a thing I want to talk about. It might be I'm not going to say controversial, but I'm going to say it may. Start a firestorm. Give oh, me no. two seconds, sir. Now I've got a vamp. I've got a vamp. I got a cramp. I need a lamp. Uh, you want the clamp? <laughs> I the think clamps. I've already done that before. Okay. I think I've already done that one when you were vamping. Probably. Um. So, guys, we're going to talk about some movies here. So, one of the things I want to bring up... Um. I have actually kept track on my phone of every movie that I have seen this year in theaters. Mm. I'm excited to... At the time of this recording, we are going to go see The Iron Claw on Friday night, which is a few days from now. That's probably... I think it has to pretty much be the last movie I'll see in theaters this year. Yeah. Uh, So I may read the list then on a future episode. Yes. But I want to talk some movies that we've seen recently. I want to talk one that I've seen... Uh, if you've got any you've seen on your own, and then we'll talk the one that we've seen, uh, not together at the same time, but collectively. Yes. Uh, I saw Godzilla minus one. Mm. Uh, I loved it. I think that, like, okay, so, like, one, we've talked about, like, watching something that's dubbed or something that's subtitled on here before. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I saw it at the Roxy. And I thought it was going to be dubbed. 
And then it started, and I was like, oh shit, it's subtitled. Now, also, I saw it at like 10.30 in the morning. I'm the only person in the theater. Right. I might have been the only person. Are you laying the... down? Uh, shockingly, no. Okay. Um, All right. Too uh, early to lay down. A little bit, yeah. Uh, I think it was me, the two people working in the theater, and that we were the only people in the building. Oh, my because, God. Because like, I remember when I walked to the theater, some other movie had started playing, and I looked in the room because the doors open. Saw no one. I was like, oh, all right, whatever. Got to my theater. Had to close the door myself. You know, like pull the door stop up or whatever. Close the door myself. Uh, no one ever opened it. Whatever. I walked out. No one stopped you me. No nothing. Beat off. Easily. <laughs> I was so horned up by the destruction. Um, oh my god! I didn't even suggest that. You you came up with that. Part. I did go there. Um... I loved it. I think that it does what... Okay, so I, I love monster movies. They're, they are, for me, I think what the Fast and Furious franchise is to you. Yeah. Where it's like, you just want some dumb, fun, this-can't-happen shit. Yeah. Uh, this one, to me, did the near-impossible act of having a monster movie that is actually about the people. And the characters. And so, like, obviously Godzilla is a force, but he's not really a character in it, as weird as that may sound. It's actually about the actual people. Um, it is, of the ones that I have seen, the most destructive. It is the one that, I would argue, portrays Godzilla. I've seen the original. I, I saw the 98 one. Um, I saw this one, and I've seen all the, the legendary ones. The original portrays Godzilla. It's an uh, allegory for nuclear warfare, actually, yeah. and then the damage and the dangers thereof. And it, it's fucking great. The original is fantastic, even with like, I mean, the movie's made in '54, so you can't expect the effects to be like Anything. holding up at all, frankly. And and and, and they don't. Uh, but the movie's fantastic. Um, this to me was like watching that movie with modern technology and filmmaking because he is just an allegory for nuclear weaponry and and the atomic bomb. Yeah. They do some weird I'm not going to say weird but some interesting things where big the main character of the film is um a kamikaze pilot who is afraid and so he lands his plane on an island that's supposed to like maintain kamikaze pilot planes. In case of repairs. And they're like, your plane's fine. And he's like, oh yeah, it was acting weird. And they were like, oh. So then now they are judging him for being a coward. Because he won't kill himself in the war. Yeah. And like, that's a big message in the whole movie. Is about like, valuing life. The idiocy of war. You know, all this other shit. And I was like, I kind of dig that. A weird thing that they do. And I was like, oh fuck, this is actually a thing in the... The original, too, that nobody ever talks about. Godzilla in this universe just exists. But he's not what we know him as. He's just a big monster. Like, the first time you see Godzilla in Minus One, he's the size of a very large dinosaur. Mm. And people are like, oh, fuck! And it's just, he's just a monster that exists. And then it's the radiation from the bombs and the testing and, you know, Hiroshima and everything that, like, mutates him and makes him into... 
what he yeah, is. Yeah. So that's why he's angry. And that's why he's attacking people. It's that he was already a thing, but now he's been mutated into this abomination by, you know, nuclear bombs. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I, I know that's the original, the thing of the original, but it was neat to see that back. Um, and it's, it's just fucking great. And it's because, like, they just focus on the fucking characters. And it's like, you, you that can be done. You know, yeah. even, even in something as ridiculous Ridiculous as what this is, you know. It's still at the end of the day, it's a three hundred foot lizard uh, spitting atomic blasts out of his mouth. Yeah, but like you can still have like emotional investment in the characters. A friend of mine said he saw it with his girlfriend at the end. They cried, and I was like, I I wasn't there myself, but I understand. Yeah, you know, th- you know, whatever. Uh, have you seen anything beyond the thing that we're going to talk about together recently? Not really, no. Been watching a shit ton of American Dad. Yeah? Yeah, I fall asleep to it. It's a real good show. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, here's something we can talk about before we get into the thing. Because uh, I was talking with this, or with this, with you and the other guys about this. Starting 2024, I'm making a pledge. I'm going to watch one movie a week that I have not seen. Yeah. Or that if I have seen, I have so little memory of that it is, in essence, a first-time viewing. I don't care if it's in a theater, streaming, DVD, tape, doesn't matter. Once a week, I'm going to watch a movie start to finish that I have not seen. Hmm. I don't know if I want to make that a regular bit on the show or if I want to save them and do like every couple months. This isn't going to be like last year where I, when I walked into your house and you were watching the Poughkeepsie tapes. Holy shit. No, I mean like the actual tapes. Oh, God! You were you were watching those Look, one, was, at least that, one that of was, those a week. That was, that was that was a different that was a different thing, brother. That okay. was that was tape study, dude. Oh no, <laughs> that's oh, what no. wrestlers call it, man. Wow. Um, no, I I'm I haven't seen anything besides what we're about to talk about. So I'm going to let you lead on a lot of this because I know oh God, I told... Why? Well, because I told the story on the podcast, but like, I was really goddamn high when I saw Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. Uh, I will say this to lead you into it. The bit of this movie existing is amazing to me. Because if you go back and you watch Grindhouse, which is the double feature of Planet Terror and Death Proof... Mm. There are fake trailers beforehand because the idea was they wanted to look like, um, you know, an old 70s style double feature grindhouse, whatever. Yeah. And one of them is for Thanksgiving. And it's a parody of Halloween and uh, My funny. Bloody Valentine and everything else, but framed through Thanksgiving. And it's played for laughs. And it's yeah. just a fake trailer. Well, then yeah. you fast forward about 20 years and we actually. Had it made. Yeah. And I think that's fucking awesome. I... I'm gonna... Well, I, I think the be, the easiest way for us to just have a talk a conversation about this is to just, from the top, what did we think about it, and then delve into it. I loved this movie. I did too. Yeah. I, like... Obviously, yes, I was under the influence, but I remember saying, even then, I go, if I saw this sober as a judge... I still would have absolutely loved it. 
I don't like to use the term fun a whole lot in regards to movies. Like more you so don't f- like fun at all. I, I had fun once. It was awful. Um, <laughs> like, okay. I had fun once, and now my, my left foot sucks. <laughs> um, no, like, okay, when I say that, like, I don't like to use the term fun in regards to movies, what I'm saying is that, like, I think specifically for horror movies. Because... If I'm watching a horror movie, I kind of just want to be scared. I want to have right, a good. I want right. to have a good time while it's happening, for sure. But you know, it's just not usually my my thing. I know this mean. movie is very very fun. Yeah, like I I had like minimal if any complaints really yeah. about it. Man, I don't know. It's just. The, uh, what what were some things that jumped out of you that you liked? Uh, the opening to me, like the very long, it's not quite a cold open, I don't think, because I I can't quite remember where the credit or the title card pops up. It's, but the, I feel like it was several minutes. It was in. fairly okay. far in. I feel like basically the the opening bit, the whole setup for the movie. To me, was just fucking great because yeah. it almost felt like a Final Destination movie, like a very, very early one. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, but framed in the idea of like a Black Friday insanity sale at, you know, indiscriminate store that could be a Menards, it could be a Walmart, it could be yeah. a Sam's, it could be anything. Right. Um, but they have a lot of things, or at least one thing that I know for sure. Yes. That of like. A reference to a thing that happened in real life, like mm. the guard getting trampled at the door. Yeah, like that's a thing that happened. At, like, I, remember, I remember that happening as when I was a kid. Right. It also it also made me like, um, as as fucked up and awful as this may sound, it also made me kind of feel like nostalgic for the insanity of a Black Friday. Yeah. And like, I think it's because we just went through Black Friday, you know, last month. And uh, one of my brothers works at Walmart. He's like a store man. He's like high up type yeah. store manager type deal at Walmart. And even he was talking about like, yeah, it's you know that's not really a thing anymore. Like, one online shopping has changed the world. The world, yeah. And for that matter, obviously Walmart is in on that. So you know, there's that, and like all like, it's weird that like society almost somehow consciously realized, oh shit, this is dumb. Yeah. For for this one thing. Not not any of the other dumb, awful things that society does. But, like, Black Friday, everyone was just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's just... The first time... I remember the first time I went to a Black Friday, it was, like, one or two years after the insanity period of Black Friday ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, we didn't know it yet. Yeah. So, I went there and I was like, wow, this isn't really that crazy. And then my mom was like... Yeah, it's not been like that the last couple times. And right. I think that's like when it Yeah. Like set in. I used to love going out for Black Friday shopping. Like I remember me and Did you uh, hit the big iron a couple times? Uh close <laughs> to it, no. Uh me and my friend Coy, like we would go to like uh Best Buy and mm. be in line waiting for that shit to open at midnight. Like I it's okay. I think we were probably in about the same time period where, like, things had cooled off just a bit to where you didn't have a fear for your physical well-being. You had a a concern that you weren't going to get the deals that you wanted. Um, 
I actually always had a good time going out on Black Friday. And, like, even waiting in lines and stuff because I was like, I'm surrounded by people with a very like-minded or similar passion to me because we are waiting to go get these things. Yeah. So you could strike up conversations and have, like, you know, human interactions and shit where it'd be like, what are you here for? Oh, I want the new Star Wars game. What about you? Oh, I'm here to get such and such on Blu-ray. You know, blah, 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 blah. Like, it was just fun to, like, have, you know, those moments with people and then you never see them again. Now, granted, then there were also psychos that were sitting in tents outside of a circuit city for... Dave's. Yeah. Ridiculous shit where it's like, what do you... Where do you work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Like, yes, you're going to save $80 on your fucking physical media and your video games, but you've also lost thousands of dollars by not going to your job. Like... Oh. Um, so yeah, so Black Friday happens, a lot of people yep. fucking die. Yeah. Legit. Um, and I, I thought that they were, it, it was brutal and it was horror movie, you know, style deaths, but to me what I did like was they were just barely realistic enough. Yeah. Like, I, I loved how there wasn't anything that I would call fantastic in this. I will say, yeah, unre- I'll say like- unrealistic. Yeah. But I won't go so far as to say fantastic. Fair enough. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, so, then it's one year later. We get the title screen one year yep. later, or whatever. Um, our main character, by the way, is the daughter of the person who owns that Says store. department store. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, man, I don't... So, then the movie takes on a... They set up, like, the idea of the killer, right? Yeah. B- by various things or they, whatever. They established that this town has a history with a, like, a founding father type uh, character named John Carver. Yes. And that everybody loves John Carver. He is their Jebediah Springfield, or whatever. And every Thanksgiving people wear these John Carver masks, which just seem to be what I would call pilgrim masks. Like, to me. I will say one of my complaints about this movie. Okay. And it's it's a small one. There's actual dialogue and close-up shots where somebody says, like, everybody in town's going to be wearing one of those John Carver masks, and then nobody is wearing them. <laughs> like, it goes to a parade, and everyone in the streets is just they standing done there. I was like, I, yeah. I needed, like, shots of everyone wearing that fucking mask for that to really hit with me. Yeah. But I like the idea of it. Um, I mean, that's, that's a minimal thing. But like, sorry, imagine, like, imagine you see, like, a shot of a crowd, um, like, a panning shot, like, through a crowd of everyone wearing that mask. Yeah. And, like, one of them is just tilted just a little bit. Yeah. Just, yeah. just, just a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, anyway, yeah, I know what you mean there. Um, so... I'm sorry, main character is the daughter of the guy who owns the store. So, they set up a lot of people who could be the the killer Mm -hmm. um, brilliantly, I think. Um, There's, uh, like, the the 
uh, associate, the sales associate or whatever, yep. who was called in to work on Thanksgiving. Yep. Because and all that shit went down. Because yep. Black Friday starts on Thanksgiving now. That's yep. one of the lines or whatever, which is true, and uh-huh. it pisses me off. Yep. Um. So. They, it could also have been like they set up that uh oh girl homegirl's fucking boyfriend who's got the golden arm pitcher yeah broke his arm and has been ghosted ghosted yeah. the entire town has been Just gone for gone. a year yeah yeah so like oh it could have been could be him yeah um they set up at one point that it could be her new boyfriend or yep. whatever you know what I mean and I like that I do too. It it made me feel like a oh this is gonna this is gonna sound controversial to fucking horror movie fans a better written scream ooh okay because I okay I the first scream I think is is great but they do the thing of like it's not who is the killer it's that nobody is the killer we can't there, there's not like a list of suspects until deep fairly deep into the movie. It's just, someone's killing people and we don't know who. That's fine. That's great. This movie, to me, makes it... Here's four or five characters that could be the killer and they all have an absolutely logical reason why they would be. Yeah. You know, the guy who had his arm ruined and as such his scholarships, his sports career, his life. Uh, The guy who was called into work and witnessed all this fucking horse And his wife... It and his wife yep. gets killed yep. during this thing. Yep, absolutely. Like, yeah. He's actually, when I texted in the group chat that I think I figured out the movie, yeah. I thought it was him. I was like, oh. Oh, okay, easy. cool. That's funny, I remember that. Um, so, they, okay, they do this brilliant thing where, um, so the sheriff character, yes. the character, if you will. Sheriff-ter. No. The the sheriff he is uh, working with the the daughter character to like try to find yep. suspects. Yep. Um, for who is doing these killings, and it's all based on like the f- video footage and, and the incident from a year prior. Yes. Like that that is it's all based on that it's explicitly stated on like there's an Instagram page. Yep. Where the person is posting cryptic stuff that. Ties into something we've talked about recently about like the advancement in technology and whatnot for like modern times and modern modern movies and whatnot. Whereas I, the the thing that you and me have both referenced is me talking about like the scene in movies where you go to the library and you reference shit and you do your research is gone. Yeah. Now it's a scene of somebody googling shit, right? Of course. This to me was like a good version of that because in movies of this type in years and decades prior, that would have been a series of, like, notes and shit that was, like, delivered to, you know, the survivors somehow, some way, or they were all in a place at one time and they got a box with a letter in it or something, and now it's like, oh, no, it's an Instagram page. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. But they do some super clever shit with with it. No, I'm I'm not against it here. I, I think that, like, okay, you've done the modernization thing, but you've done it correctly yes and they do they do some brilliant shit with it like at one point they're like we have a location he's live streaming right now yeah we have the location and then go to the location and it's just a phone phone filming a screen yeah 
You know what that made me kind of think of, too? Because I, I, I'm not sure if I'm getting this right or not. It almost reminded me of The Batman. Because I feel like there's a thing where the Riddler does something I think very he, yeah. similar in that movie. But, um, yeah, no, like, I, I thought that was just fucking great stuff. And, like, what a good red herring. You know, because, like, if you're an asshole like me that, like, pays attention to, like, timestamps and stuff while you're watching movies, at that point in it, you know it's not going to get resolved. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit, this is the only movie I've ever been to that's 55 minutes long. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, dude, like, that was a fucking great, great fun tease. So, in order to talk about my, the next thing that I love, I'm going to have to spoil the big S- Spoiler thing. warnings, guys. Like, here we go. The sheriff is the one who ends up being yes. the killer. Yes. And at the point of the twist, I was like, oh, no, if they do that, I feel like they've gone too too far into making him a nice guy for me to believe right. this. But then they flash back to all the moments, and yeah. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. No, 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 yeah. this is brilliant. It but makes perfect fucking sense. An extra layer to his plan, hmm. he as the sheriff is, like, we think... As the audience member, when we're first watching this, we think the sheriff is looking for suspects to find out who is doing this. Right. It's revealed, obviously, he's the killer. Yes. He's looking for someone to pin it on. Yeah. Which I love that she is unknowingly helping the killer try to frame someone. Yeah. But then, by proxy, he has to keep killing more people. True. Yeah. Like, I think that he was going to pin it on the first whatever the fuck. But because Homegirl is, like, on the case, he's like, oh, fuck, I gotta kill this person. And then pin it on, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, and then it makes perfect sense to tie back into the original, like, to the uh, t- first event where the sheriff was at the Thanksgiving and he was called to the yep. the place for extra security mo- measures. Yep. So he was also leaving Thanksgiving. So, like, he also has that, like, little chip on his shoulder beyond the fact that the woman... Who died, who was the associate's wife or whatever, was like, I guess there were like, there was an affair or yeah, whatever. I don't know yeah. what exactly it was, but they, he loved her too. relationship, yeah. So, it all ended up, it all adds up, and I love it. It's um, really fucking good. He ends up getting his comeuppance. They set it up for a sequel without setting it up for a sequel. Right. Which I love. Because uh, if we get a sequel, fine. And if we don't, good. Like, they also, the violence in this, to me, yeah, strikes that very, very, very hard to get tone of, it's, it is violent, and at times a little gross, but also like, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say fun, but it's not, like... Certain points, I was uncomfortable when, like, the lady was getting cooked alive. I was like, "Right, oh." And then there's the one that's like a a person gets absolutely cut in half. Yeah, like via like a vehicle in a dumpster or some shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I love that this movie does not shy away from the violence. Yeah, because if it did, and they were just like, "Oh, we're just gonna do a PG thirteen thing." I, I would not have liked it as much. I, I would have yeah. been okay with it, but like... Yeah, I As agree. is, loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Fucking can't recommend it enough. Can't wait for it to come out on some sort of a physical media for me to purchase. But fuck yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Watch that. What did you... Okay, one in ten. 
What one to ten? What would you give it? Because that's what uh, I usually do movies. I, I'm going to try to judge this based on like a horror movie, so I'm going to give this a hard eight. I think the only thing for me that takes it down a bit is if it would feel. God, this is so weird. It would feel weird to watch this at any point in time of the year outside of Thanksgiving season. Fair. I Fair. feel like I can watch a Halloween movie any any point. Okay. Even though it's literally called Halloween. I can see that. I yeah. can see that. I was thinking. I'm not saying I well. wouldn't enjoy it in right. April, but right. like right. you know, I think I know what you mean though. Um, I agree. Eight out of ten is like right where I was thinking as well. Yeah, it's good. Just good. Fun stuff. Uh, oh, um, let's, let's, a little bit more movie talk and then we can, we can keep going. Um, Jonathan Majors, fire. No more Marvel. Can't mm. wait for Don Cheeto to play Kang. Man. If that does happen, I will not stop laughing. Because that, mu- dumber shit's happened. You can't see her and say that won't I want it to occur. happen now. Uh, the maybe the ultimate ultimate example of fumbling the bag. You know, like I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's doing okay financially. But like, my man, <laughs> like you, you were about to make more money than God. <laughs> like what the fuck even? Um, God damn! I did also see that they have now retitled said movie. And it's just going to be called Avengers 5. Okay. I am totally on board with sequels to movies just having a number. Yeah. I don't need a fucking colon whatever. I don't need a tagline. I need a colon. I mean, to live, yes. (laughs) But, yeah. I don't know. You got any other movie shit you want to talk about, or you just want to wrap this bad boy up? I ain't got anything. All right, let's We're shut good. it down. I'm fucking tired of shit. Yeah, same. Love yeah. you guys. Have a happy new year. We will see you soon on the podcast. Love y'all. What are we even doing?